Hello and welcome back to the Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we try a new brew and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. Today is day 329. It's the last day of Tea Week, which means technically it's supposed to be a store-bought can or bottle. Now today, I've got a carton. I thought I'd just shake things up a bit. Look, to be honest, on the store-bought can or bottle day, I really take some liberties, and I thought, why not take some liberties? I could do Lipton iced tea every month, every tea week, week in, week out, but no, I decided to keep things fresh. So, before we get into that, let's quickly talk about the scriptures we're going to be reading from today. Psalm 133, 1 Peter verse 4, sorry, chapter 4, and Ezekiel 47 and 48. Okay, today we have got in a carton the real McCoy cranberry drink. Now, I love cranberries. I'm looking forward to this. There's lots of vitamin C in it as well, apparently. So here we go. I'm going to bring it up here. Cheers. And let's see how our real McCoy cranberry drink goes. Oh, wow. Okay, so it's really tart. There's a bit of sour there. But a really sweet aftertaste, which I quite enjoy. It is definitely a party in your mouth. That is a bit of fun. I reckon of all the drinks, this, we've had a few disappointments this week in Tea Week, haven't we? Of all the drinks, this would probably be on par with the hot chocolate. And then surprisingly, uh, we'd have to put the green tea at number three, which I just think is amazing. It's absolutely blown my mind. But here we are. Enough of the brew. Let's get into the Bible. One of the most devastating things I feel when I consider where we're at in the Western world is the amount of division we see in the church. The Bible says that a house divided against itself cannot stand, will not stand. Yet we see Christians judging other Christians for differences in opinion. We see the mocking and tearing down of other expressions of faith and worship. We even have hatred in the church. Look, it isn't everywhere, so don't be too discouraged. But sadly, it does exist. God will only anoint and bless a unified church. If we want to see the church strong, growing, thriving, we must pursue unity. Now, be careful, because unity doesn't necessarily mean uniformity, but it's being one in spirit and one in purpose, looking to Jesus as our standard, not our own wisdom or opinion. So how are we going to see unity in the body? Well, firstly, we have to live together in unity. Do the day-to-day -day with a goal of unity. In our psalm today, we understand that the value of importance of unity is paramount. In fact, let me read you the whole psalm. I have some interruptions in there. It's not that long, though, so don't worry. How good and pleasant is it when God's people live together in unity? It's an everyday thing. Not just to be nice to them when you come across them at a combined church's event. It continues, it's like the precious oil poured on the head, running down the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down the collar of his robe. The oil speaks of God's anointing. He anoints his unified people. And it goes on. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. Another translation you might be familiar with says that God commands a blessing. There is a blessing upon blessing upon blessing for those in unity. So how can we practically outwork this unity? 
Peter reminds us to love each other deeply. The word deeply in the original Greek refers to a horse at full gallop, fervent. He's saying love each other with everything you have, going for it with abandon, not holding back. For verse 8 says, love covers over a multitude of sins. This doesn't mean sin doesn't matter, by the way. Just like Jesus did, Peter encourages us all to run from sin. Verse 3, for you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans chose to do, living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. God's love brings with it forgiveness and grace. And this is what we need to extend to others also. We're also called to love deeply, even when this isn't reciprocated, when suffering comes. Peter actively warns us that suffering will come. We shouldn't be shocked or surprised when people mock us and when we're insulted. We are still called to love deeply. It's not easy. It's not our first human response, but it is our calling. Finally, we'll see unity when there is a shared hunger and longing for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Ezekiel sees a metaphoric picture of this when the water gushes from the temple and goes deeper and deeper. Whatever comes into the contact with the river thrives, grows, flourishes, so too with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus promises us that whoever believes his teaching will have streams of living water flowing from within. This river of living water is therefore a picture of the work of the Spirit who brings life and abundance and blessing to you, then flows out of you to have a positive impact onto others. All this imagery points to life, growth, fruitfulness, and healing. It's a picture of the church growing and bringing life wherever it flows. And man, I read that and I just think, let it be, Lord. Let it be. He desires us to be unified. He will command a blessing on our unity. If only we choose to live in that unity. All right, today's verse of the day is 1 Peter 4, 2. As a result, they do not live the rest of their earthly lives for evil human desires, but rather for the will of God. We have been freed from a life of slavery to sin. And this scripture reminds us that we don't live for ourselves or our own desires anymore. We live for the will of God. And that's it today for The Daily Brew. Thank you so much for having me for yet another Tea Week and a whole more before that as well. I pray that we're going to move forward today with the goal of unity, that we're going to see a united church bringing God's glory to the world around us because, my goodness, doesn't this world need it? But, hey, Harry is back tomorrow with probably some coffee brews, which is very exciting for you all, I am sure. I'll see you at next Tea Week, hopefully not before. Hopefully Harry will keep his voice for the next few weeks. But hey, if it's the start of your day, have a wonderful day. If it's the end of your day, good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow with Harry for The Daily Brew.